I want to welcome you to the new Drag Champ Show. The three amigos are leading this show, none other than Jake Hodge, Mr. Hoodrich, Ryan Gleghorn, and Gary Don Free, Mr. Drag Champ himself. Now, I wouldn't ride to the store with these three yahoos, but you put them together for some good old stories, some racing news, some results from all over the world. Now, that's a party you just don't want to miss, so let's tune in, let's hang on, and let's get it on. I want to welcome you to the Drag Champ Show. So with us this evening on the Drag Champ Show is a guy that you can find anywhere from a $175,000 winter circle to repo in your car to an ER in Michigan. Uh, Brandon Taylor, what's going on, bud? Uh, not much. Let's talk about that just for a minute because you got real famous uh, in the winter circle there at Carolina Dragway when Mikey Bloomfield ran up behind you. Remember what he said? <laughs> he said he wanted to thank some black chick from Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. He said, how about that 300-pound chick? We'll say chick, just so we can keep it the yeah. show. I knew he was saying something. I wasn't sure. I, he was he was preparing for that. It's one of those where, like, the whole Motor Mania crew, like, you could see on their faces, like, did he really just say that? Like, did, did we really just let that go live? And we damn sure did. Um, <laughs> you, you've been here, there, and everywhere, and, you know, that $175,000 race is kind of a big deal, but, you know, you've won a lot you know, even back in the day, because you're pretty fucking old. Um, <laughs> yep, just turned 40. Yeah, kind of kind of take us back to Michigan, though, because I know that kind of brought you back down to earth. Before we get on, like, the funny part of like, Brandon Taylor, like, Johnny Johnny Bates fed you, like, three pounds of brisket and ten plates of fajitas, and it about killed you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, I mean, <laughs> we started on brisket and uh, ate that. I think I had four plates of brisket. <laughs> and... Uh, after sleeping all day, um, skipping the race to sleep all day because I felt bad. And uh, so Johnny cooked and ate all that, and then we ate fajitas, and you can't turn down anything Johnny Bates cooks. I mean, it's absolutely no. – um, but usually he's out first round, so he's got plenty of time to prepare the grill. <laughs> and then uh, the next day, we ended up in a hospital. I think it was Johnny's food. Yeah. we gotta we got to give Johnny a little bit of credit because he did win a gambler's race at Holly Springs this weekend, and he said it's his first win in eight years, and he's been struggling, and he finally did it. So here's his moment of fame. <laughs> oh, yeah, Johnny's a good guy. They don't get no better than Johnny. He just – I think Johnny overthinks uh, racing too much. Uh, when he relaxes, he does pretty good. Or when he's in the lane beside me, he always lays down nothing uh, <laughs> every time. You get that a lot. Yeah, it's part of it. Um, how, how long ago did BT Sunday start? <laughs> Um, I don't know, several, several years ago. Um, I'd always end up winning or doing good on a Sunday. Um, even at our local tracks, we would go somewhere Friday night and not win and go somewhere Saturday and they don't do any good. So we would drive to Phoenix City on Sunday and I would win there a lot of times. Or I'd take my dad's car and run, or my uncle's car and run some 6-0 heads up or 7-0 heads up and usually fared the weekend entries that I spent. And Braden's taking that over. <laughs> yeah, Braden's taking over everything. I have a feeling of. Uh, he seems to win a lot on Sunday, and I think he's going to do pretty good. Just put it low and not tell Mama. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's going to be excited this next weekend when he just try out the six fifteen in his car. So I wish my dad loved me. So, so Brandon, <laughs> how old was he? When, how old was he when you made that first lap you posted last year? Was he like fourteen? Yeah, he was fourteen. Um, what did he run? Uh, I'm not real sure. I think it was like 580-something because he lifted at 330. That's okay, where I that's told him to lift that. So. Now he looked good in there, man. He looks like he was ready to take over. Yeah, um, I, I think he's going to be okay. 
Um, that's why I've been letting him go slow, get used to everything, uh, kind of sneak up on it. Because uh, anything can happen to any of us. doesn't matter how many laps we've made. They just need to know, you know what not to do and what to do when something happens. So I've been trying to teach that to him for a while. So is he going to drop the junior soon and just go to big cars? or? Yeah, he's. Uh, this is his last year with a junior. Um, and he's on the FTI farm team, so he would already be done pull the plug if it wasn't for that. So uh, representing a great company like them, need to stay on board for the rest of the year. So I was told that there's a story somewhere out there um, about, I think Brad Gebhardt was involved, and something about you guys going to maybe middle Georgia and getting thrown out. No, it might have been Brainerd. It was Brainerd, wasn't it? <laughs> um, I think I got thrown out of doping before. That's what it was. I heard there's a pretty good story behind it. Yeah, they said my dad staged illegally and uh, throwed him out in the final after he won the race. And, uh, so <laughs> How we do you stage asked, illegally? That's what I asked, and they said that um, he backed into the beams and his last motion was backwards. And I said, well, his last motion was backwards. That means he had to have been deep staged and then come in, but that wasn't the case. Um, they just didn't like – he would roll in there and turn the bulb on and flicker the bottom bulb with the car in neutral revving the gas up, and they didn't like it. They wasn't a fan of it. And uh, so they throwed him out, and I told him to take the car and run the Christmas tree over, but he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to go off Phil Combs on him. Yeah. Um, but I had sent T.J. Pruitt after we were – me and Dad both were banned. Um, and I sent T.J. Pruitt with my car down there, and I told him, do not split and win. So he went down there. He made it to seven cars, and they wanted to split. And he had me on speakerphone, and I told him no was not splitting at all we were getting the whole five grand or whatever it was it paid <laughs> so they forced him into splitting and as big as tj is i don't think you know if i was his size they couldn't force me into splitting period um but anyway tj won and i think he ended up with 2500 or three grand but they finally let us back in down there for about a year i think they realized they crossed the wrong one so uh it seems like the the hidden members behind the WTR page are a big fan of yours. You know, I don't know if you've ever had any run-ins with them, or can you talk about that for a minute? Uh, there's several members of WTR. I can't name any names, but um, they seem to be a fan of me, Mikey, and a couple other people. But uh, <laughs> is that it? Is that all you yeah, got for us? That's all I got. Wow! <laughs> I plead the that, fifth. Wow. I, I do like the the new gloves that the Alliance Racewear is coming out with. I'm proud to get me a set of them. Yeah, they're pretty nice. <laughs> Jesus, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. This is – it's like pulling fucking teeth with you right now. You don't want to That's the way most of my interviews are, too, when I win a race. I usually don't even do them. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Uh, – yeah, where, where's Brandon at? We need, to, we need to interview him for a hundred grand runner-up. Nope. He's gone. <laughs> I already had the car in the trailer. Me and Mike had the car in the trailer, strapped down. The, the door, door was shut. up. Um, <laughs> and I said, hey, he's standing right there. I said, just walk over and start interviewing him. <laughs> and Uncle looked at me and he went, no. <laughs> yeah, we Is that the one where we had the blank photo of the winner's circle? There was That's no car, it, yeah. no driver? Yeah. We appreciate that, BT. It gives us a lot to talk about on Drag Champ. Oh, man. Do we lose him? I'm still here. He has nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty quiet most of the time. Usually Jake can stir people up pretty well and get them really going. So uh, we'll, we'll do that. So what? So going back to Braden, what car is Braden going to drive next year? 
Um, I'm planning on getting him another, uh, getting him American Dragster um, next year. Um, I bought this Worthy this year because that was the only car I could find that wouldn't really beat up. Um, but I plan on getting him a new car or a pretty good, nice used car. So how fast are you going to start him out with next year? You're going to turn him loose now, now that he's had some practice laps? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably put my SR20 motor in there and uh, let him go 460s or so. My wife, as long as my wife don't find out he's going that fast, we'll be all right. Well, hopefully she doesn't look at Facebook because you've you got a pretty good following on Facebook. There's a lot of friends out there. Yeah, half of them I don't even know. I know <laughs> half, over half of them don't even like me, but they just probably follow me to see what I post. Yeah. I mean, well, there's usually something funny, <laughs> something entertaining, you know. So how many cars you got right now? I see photos on Facebook. You've got the purple dragster. You've got the, the yellow Camaro, obviously the juniors. But then you work, you're working on some new cars too, right? Yeah, I've got a little Vega wagon I bought um, that I'm going to start on that project in the next couple of months, try to get it going. Um, I've actually got my Camaro sold. I just got to get it finished so I can sell it. Uh, it's too nice for me, so that's the only reason I'm going to get rid of it. Every time I take it racing, it decides to parallel park in the trailer or a scooter lands on the trunk. Is that the yellow one? Yeah. So who, what made you decide to build a Vega wagon? Other than Jake Hodge, does anybody build those? <laughs> ah, there's a bunch of them in this area. Um, you can see real good out of them. Um, and I was looking for a car for me and Braden to take racing to these local tracks around here. Uh, that way he can run bottom bub in it and I can run super pro or he can throw it on an open trailer and take it, you know, on Friday night or Saturday night if I decide not to go. Yeah. Now I pick on the Vega wagon, but I mean, those cars have been competitive in all, all forms of races. It seems like for a long damn time. So I don't know what it is about Vegas and drag strips, but they, uh, they go together pretty well. I got a phone call on mine this weekend cause Harper took it to Muncie and he says, Hey, uh, the good news is that the collector that fell off got welded back on. He said, the bad news is it's got 15 pounds of oil pressure. Oh, it's great. Explaining it's got pressure. Brand new small block. That's what I like to hear. And he goes and wins in somebody else's car. You should have just, he should have just added a quart of oil. It would have been fine. Well, what it was, he got it home yet today, and I guess there was silicone in the race pack pickup. That's better than the alternative. Yeah, he said if you let it sit, the silicone will fall back down to the oil pan for where or in the line or whatever. Start it back up. It's got oil pressure, and it goes away. It's great. I had to take the 20-pound Olsen and switch, uh, like, disconnect it on my stalker because I never had more than about 15 on that damn thing. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers would just put autometer gauges in your shit. You wouldn't have these issues. Mm -hmm. I got tape over my lights on my race pack for the oil pressure. <laughs> yeah, because you got an IQ3, don't you? Yeah, and them lights are bright. I've seen, so. Yeah, I've seen you have. I've seen they were taped up, and I figure that's what you did with them. Um, you've got a bunch of just send it stories too. Let's let's hear your best. Uh, I just threw something back together. We're going racing because I watched a butternut Camaro that had just got painted, knock the doghouse off of it, and we're still going. Um, hmm. you, ever, you ever get somewhere and go down the racetrack thinking, man, I hope they don't come back apart because I feel like that happens a lot because the trashelier is probably probably up there somewhere. Yeah, the trash, I, I kind of miss that car. I wish I had it back. Um, it's probably my favorite car on all. It was um, really good with Mickey's on it. Yeah, it was bad with Hoosiers on it. High gear, that's it. <laughs> um, I broke a rocker arm one time in the dragster at probably 200 foot, and uh, I just grabbed the 600 shot, the nitrous <laughs> outlet, and drove it to the boards to be one above for the win. <laughs> the rocker arms laying in pieces, lash caps in the – Lifter Valley, um, 
push rod. I don't know where it ended. I think it ended up in the oil pan. Uh, but we did get it fixed for the next round. <laughs> is, like the, is there 600 on Braden's car too? Because I'm pretty sure I saw you grab it at Huntsville and it shot flames out of it. Yeah, it's both of them's got a 600 shot. They're both seen pretty well. <laughs> and I will use it. It's not for looks. I'm not like Johnny Bates. I will use it. No, I, I tried to use it on, on Brandon Taylor once at the million dollar race and it didn't come on. And I looked real stupid for about 200 feet when I get the dog shit stomped out of me. <laughs> Added fuel, pulled timing, no nitrous. Bottles empty. Mm, you pull timing? Yeah, it wasn't mine. You're supposed to pull timing? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't mine. Doesn't sound like Brandon pulls uh, anything other than just pushes the Bird, button. Uh, Bird was down to 16 in my car one day and was dialed a spray and forgot to turn the nitrous on and lost the round. <laughs> episode of the No Prep Deal. <laughs> Poor Bird, man. It's rough. What a yeah, time to be Bird. Uh, he can't catch a break. The best wow. guy out there will give the bird off his back and can't catch a break. Is he a trailer caught on fire? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Sheesh. It's rough. It's terrible. I mean, at least it, I mean, it got the punching bag machine even. What's Nate going to do after, after the race is over now? Nate likes that punching bag machine. Uh, tear up golf course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Brandon, did you, uh, did you go on vacation recently and run into some snakes? <laughs> yeah, we uh, we had a cabin booked in uh, Pigeon Forge, and uh, we were coming back from eating, and there were some there were a pretty good sized snake there on the walkway, and so we shot it after it rolled up under the uh, sidewalk. I mean, the steps there, and we shot it, got it out from in there, and a friend of mine that was with us, he hit it with a concrete block, about cut it in half, and thirty minutes later, uh, he went outside to get something. And there was another one, so. If I'd have seen one more, I probably would have brought gas back and set the whole place on fire. Yeah, I don't. I don't look at them on TV, let alone if I see it in person. I've left lawnmowers in the middle of fields before and had my dad come get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't care nothing for no snakes. Not no, me. after the after uh, the first uh, one, I would have been done. I would have been out. That's one thing I don't screw with. I'm telling you, Ryan can attest to this. I went to the the Dallas Aquarium that turns out to be actually a zoo mm-hmm. downtown. That's full of snakes. Okay, not for me. No, it's it's about like Dallas. It's a shithole. <laughs> you just don't. It's a really easy way to avoid that. You just don't go to fucking Dallas. I had to catch a flight. And I had There's to nothing go. wrong with Dallas. No, nope. I'm over here in God's country in Fort Worth. Oh, so, oh, now we know. Now we yeah, now we get so, it. Yeah. You know, things are fine over here. They have, all the problems are about ten miles east. Yeah, that's probably true. East. Fort Worth keeps uh, keeps a low profile. Why is Montgomery your favorite racetrack? Uh, Montgomery's not my favorite racetrack. I could have swore it was. <laughs> oh. No. Pretty sure it's a million every year I hear, man, I can't wait to come back here. <laughs> I like Montgomery. I like the track there, um, but it's not my favorite. You, you got a lot of Memphis is out your way. Memphis? Somewhere I've never been. About to go in October. Yeah, I will be, yeah, I will be there in October. This is a good little track. I like going there. It's just too far from me right now. It's not that bad. Just so in like, well, you're, you're southern, south central Alabama, right? Is that where Roanoke's at? I'm actually like east central Alabama, right near the Georgia line. So like how close are you to like Sand Mountain and all that good stuff? Uh, I'm two hours from Sand Mountain, um, hour and 40 minutes from Baylington. How come I never I'm pretty see much two places? hours to anything. Uh, I don't have nothing that will race there yet. Oh. That's why I got to go to the wagon. 
I was told uh, I was going to go to Baylington with uh, with Dukes' stuff. Uh, I think when Huntsville canceled that last Sunday race or something, and they were like, if you go there, just you know, bring a Sharpie. We're signing autographs. Um, not a dragster track, apparently? No. I've, I mean, I've raced my dragster there, and I raced a hardtail dragster there when I was a kid, but that's when I was really stupid and didn't have any kids. Um, now you're just stupid with kids? Yeah. Got any good repo stories? I like that life. I was probably got a couple. I had one one time. Um, me and Dad went to repo a car. Actually, he went with me, and um, we chased the car down, found the car, and he went to get in the car, and the girl jumped in the car and tried to drive off with him there on the side of it, dragging him. And uh, I had to run to the passenger side and reach in there and cut the car off. <laughs> and uh, But there's, there's I had one try to drive one off the rollback one day with it. Hooked up. <laughs> just sitting in the car, just spinning from side of the rollback to the other. And I just looked up one of there and put another hook on it and pulled the winch a little tighter and sat there and waited <laughs> for the cops to get there. And that was Christmas Eve and – the reason she was so mad, she was trying to get her kids' Christmas presents out. And after she was being a butt about it, I didn't let her get nothing out of the car. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. So you're like the Grinch. Well, I can be, but in that in that business, when you you know you you can't listen to excuses because uh, if you listen to everybody's sad sad stories, you'll be on the street telling them too. So that's a good point. Is there uh, is there anything you won't paint? Cause I've seen you like just tape a windshield off and just go to town. Like I'm <laughs> like like not sure where the car starts and ends, but there's paint all over the garage. Like you got, you knock that stuff out pretty quick, and I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that that's a, not a hobby, is it? Like at all? No, I hate it. Um, the only thing I won't paint is my race car trailer, and it needs it bad. Um, I'm waiting on Paul Russell to do that for me. You're gonna be waiting a while. He's still in love. Yeah, I was hoping the honeymoon would be over, but it's not. <laughs> no, it sure isn't. <laughs> No, they even went back in a tray racing. <laughs> Got a new dog too. God. Oh, BT. When, at what point are you going to like start? You know, cutting loose right here. <laughs> Don't even get Stephanie on the phone. <laughs> Some of the stories, I mean, stuff I can tell, I can't name names. So that's hey, we're we're all about it because there's one video that you're quite famous for at Montgomery, making a 3:30 a.m. shot down the racetrack with no lights on. Um, yeah, the video didn't show at all, but we made probably eight passes that night. <laughs> Had a whole fucking track rental at three o'clock in the morning. Well, I asked uh, I asked Jim and Brandon could I make some passes, and they're like, they were both kind of they've been drinking because it we had quit racing early, and they're both like, yeah, if you want to go ahead, go ahead. And Brandon said, you got till midnight. I said, all right, cool. So, um, and it started with Todd you and said. If you'll make a pass, I will put spark plugs in your car and index it. In, index them. And I'm like, okay, go ahead. So he put them in. And I was I had a skip that I couldn't find, and uh, so he put them in. I went and made a pass, and that didn't fix it. So we we swapped down an MSD box. We swapped tag. We we pretty much did everything. Made eight laps. It didn't make no difference. Um, but the next week we did find the problem when the rods come out. Oh, that'll get it. Did you get any retaliation? Did, did they come find you at 3 a.m.? Um, they Brandon come down there and told me to shut it down, and that was enough. So <laughs> I just I asked him, could I make one more? But he wasn't too friendly. Because <laughs> they thought I was joking when I asked. I didn't need no lights. You know, I had the first pass I made with no fog lights. The 
then it got a little sketchy, so I did put my fuse in the fog lights <laughs> so I could see where I was going because it was pretty dark about the gear change. So the switch quit working, so we put the fuse in it? Yeah. Well, actually, I took the fuse out of the fog lights to fix something else in the lanes, and I never think like a water pump quit or something, and um, I swapped the fuse out of it and never put it back until that night. What's uh, what's the best story you've, you've never told that you can't name names on? You can, you can go no names, but you've been, you know, you've been to like all of the millions and everywhere else drag racing, and there's got to be something that probably involves Mikey or Troy Williams Jr. or somebody. <laughs> Not to uh, name names. Man, I don't know what would be the best one to tell. There's so many of them. <laughs> and if I tell them, um, I guess the the best thing, well, I wouldn't say the best thing, but the funniest thing ever, we were um, at a racetrack, can't say a word, but it's got amusement park and uh, stuff at. So <laughs> at about 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night, several people went around and got into the lazy river for a couple hours and I guess that kind of got boring to them so um, it wasn't but a couple of hours later there was a goat from a petting zoo tied to a racer's trailer and it almost made it in their motorhome uh, but they just said that part uh, but that was a pretty but I can't name them <laughs> there was probably 15 people involved in that I had no part of it I just watched not not a whole lot of uh, so like we're saying like a racetrack with the amusement park. So like we're saying you guys probably got tucked into bed by about 10. Yeah. 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 Okay. That makes sense. And then the next day, AJ Ash doubled my dragster with me. And um, with a high gear brake, he went to drop at the finish line and hit this trend brake button and slid from 500 foot to pass. We're almost right to the turnoff. <laughs> oh, no. Did he win? No, he – he made a nice drop, but the tires come back and they were square. <laughs> so it stayed on the it stayed on the trans brake for like I think the guy he was spotting was dialed six eighty or six ninety, <laughs> and he was dialed four sixty. So it slid for that, and I owe AJ everything because he didn't wreck my car. He went from one side of the racetrack to the other numerous times and uh, didn't crash. So he, he so. had to make your Mickey <laughs> feel like his Hoosiers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Champ was so mad because he was still in in the car, and uh, the tires were like three inches rubbed off of them there. Um, but he was really mad. I, I mean, I was just glad he didn't wreck the car. I could care less about the ten grand we was racing for at that point. <laughs> that yeah, that's why we got lockouts now, right? Well, <clears throat> I, I always keep the lockout on, but with Stephen driving, he always takes it out and. Uh, that's cost me twice. Um, I was at Atmore racing one night, and he had drove the car before, and I realized that he had took the lockout out of the lay box. So as I was staging for first round, I added the lockout. Well, I wasn't looking at which timer I was turning on or whatever. Well, I accidentally put it in the nitrous timer. And so when I let go of the trans brake and left the line, the green dragster was about waist high. And uh, – I turned the reached up and turned the nitrous off and caught my guy 200 foot and proceeded to just coast by him and and win the round. Um, was, was this in Slimer? Yeah, because I think I saw the picture of it doing wheelies back in the day. Yeah, this was a pretty this was a pretty extreme wheelie. Uh, I think the 60 foot was like 99 because it left on a 600 shot pulling no time, and it took me 
a good while to reach up and turn the nitrous switch off. Pretty sure we was on a 420 pass, probably. <laughs> I, I think that it's safe to say that, you know, you probably have been there and done that, like, on every aspect of the whole drag racing side of it. But what's something that you haven't done? Like, I'm, you probably haven't wanted to go NHRA racing a whole lot, but is there anything you wanted to drive or wanted to, to race in or anything? Um, I actually want to try Super Comp. Um, and I probably will in the next year or two. I feel like the I love quarter mile racing and nobody bracket race quarter mile anymore. So I feel like I could go out there and set up, go 870 and might get lucky and win a round or two or, or crash one. But I still think it'd be a great time. How many cars have you crashed? Um, I put one in the wall um, years ago when the steering wheel came off. But that's about it. I've nearly crashed a Cavalier a lot. Um, when I had it, but. <laughs> Me too. And I was just unloading it. <laughs> Randy, just be prepared for super comp. You get to sit around all week so you can race once on Sunday. I probably wouldn't ever make it to Sunday, but it'll be a good time, I believe. <laughs> hey, we did good if we do, But if we do make it to Sunday, it's guaranteed I'll win. It's BT Sunday. BT Sunday. I like that attitude. We will We will eat good in Brandon Taylor's camp, that's for sure. Usually got the fog machine out. Fucking. Speaking of eating, I told him I was going to do this, but – I've ate dinner with Brandon Taylor twice. Both times are obviously at races. And the trips were supposed to be, oh, yeah, the restaurant's like 30 minutes down the road. Do you want to tell these stories or you want me to? Oh, go ahead and tell them. Let's hear your side of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the first time, I don't remember if it was your idea for his Nate's, but we were at Reynolds, Georgia for the SFG race. This was... This is the one we did together. Yeah, it's the last race yeah. me and Jake got to work together at SFG. That's before I got fired for being a racist. Yeah. Um, and we were going to go to this Hooters, and I don't remember if you told Nate it was 30 minutes away or Nate just come up with a lie that it was 30 minutes <laughs> away. But somehow we drove a fucking hour to go to a Hooters. First off, there's nothing within an hour of fucking Silver Dollar Raceway anyway. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> we go to this Hooters. <laughs> uh, Nate got thrown out of it twice while we never <laughs> left the table. <laughs> um, we, what was the manager of that place's name? Catman Jacobus. Yeah. Catman yeah. Jacob. <laughs> Nate went to school with him. Yeah, that's what he told the manager. <laughs> uh, then like. The manager of uh, the manager of the store, she ended up being like a dirt track racer, but she was sponsored by a sex store. <laughs> and then, okay. like, well, true story. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it was also your birthday, or so we told him. So you had to do the fucking bird dance on top of the fucking table. <laughs> yeah, thanks to Troy. Yeah, Troy's in the middle of all this. Yeah. Uh, so can you confirm or deny that one? Oh, I can confirm that one. Okay. And then the other one is probably your biggest offense to me yet. We were at another SFG race after Jake got fired. For supposedly being a racist. Yeah. Um, is that Darlington? Four-day race. We raced one day. but We did? Yeah, we raced like the warm-up race on Thursday, I think. Um, but you're like, hey, we're going to get seafood 30 minutes down the road. So me, Galetti, and Brad Clark all pile into one truck. Uh, someone may or may not have done a fire burnout in a rental car. I'm not sure whose rental it was, but I don't remember whose rental it was either. 
There was but, not proud parents there. Yep. <laughs> and it turns out the seafood places in Myrtle Beach, which if you don't really know South Carolina, is an hour and a half <laughs> from Darlington, where we were taken to the wrong seafood place twice before we finally got to the right one. Was it any good? Yeah, was it any good? Uh, Brandon and Mikey think it's the best fucking place ever. I think it's a, a glorified Golden Corral. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Nate loved it. He'd still be eating mussels if, 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 if he wouldn't have made a He took like the whole fucking tray of them. <laughs> um, just before, before we finish this up, because you're being so talkative, we've been on here for so long. Give me, give me the one time that you've been most mad with junior dragster racing because I feel like I've been there and I've just started, so I want to know what I got to look forward to. Um, the, the, the maddest I've ever been in a junior race was at Huntsville. Um, my son's car uses a bunch of alcohol and small gas tank, and we had to race Don Schumacher, and uh, they had to you know do 14 dry hops, had to idle it up and down 13 or 15 times. Um, so we're sitting there, I mean, a solid two minutes of dry hops and I don't have time for all that. So I like to crank my kids up, do a burnout, flip the switch, stage them. You know, we don't even adjust the idle most of the time. We don't even check the air in the tires. Um, but this guy just took forever and run Braden out of fuel. And, uh, so I was pretty mad, pretty mad. And I told him that I would pretty much whoop his butt if, you know, whatever. And uh, we had some words and I didn't see the guy for, couple of years and i ran across him in my daughter's car that does not use much fuel and i had him mad because i bet it took us five minutes before i let her pre-stage and <laughs> she beat her and i told him again same thing i'd whoop him if he didn't like it <laughs> um, but that's a matter i mean there's no sense of i mean they're kids they're racing juniors most of the time they're not going to run in the same zip code anyway yeah. um, so there's no sense of being so professional about it um, it's just kids you, you don't teach them that I had that age. Yeah, I'm I trying had, to figure out this whole like adjust the idle 15 times and you know all the mess. And I, I tell you, the damn thing. I've, I've only made three passes with a junior now, but Austin's dragster it gets about 3800 and it jumps on that tack from 36 to 39 to 37 to 38. And I'm like, close enough. Send it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's close. It sounds good. Let's go. It, I mean, it's not some like of these parents just... are crazy. It's not like these things you can just stall them up to like forty two hundred. They're just gonna stay there. They're gonna bounce around. And these, I just got done three days of junior. Yeah, Ryan still hears them in his sleep right now. <laughs> oh, I, all I hear, all I hear is pissed off bumblebees running through my ears. It's exactly what they sound like. Oh, it's. Yeah, we, I've, we had, I've enjoyed it, but I'm gonna miss it when they're out of it. Uh, for the most part, it's been a good time, but uh, there's always that one in the crowd that kind of makes you want to quit. Yeah, or fight one. There was a one at I fifty seven one night that Easton Easton had just got his car running. It had the stupid two hundred six engine on it, and I couldn't stand it. But it kept dying, and it wouldn't. You know, every time it engaged a clutch, I had the wrong clutch spring. In. I didn't know it because I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. And anytime I'd idled above twenty two hundred and pull the clutch down, and he couldn't hold the brake, or it would kill it. Well, it was. He ended up making it like third or fourth round, like kind of just as soon as he left the foot. I mean, it was taking off no matter what, and uh, he. He lost fourth round or something because his car died like right before it rolled into the stage beam. And this old man was laughing his ass off behind me and just laughing. And I said, is that fucking funny to you? He said, oh, man, I seen you struggling with that son of a bitch all day. He said, when are you going to learn how to work on that thing? 
and I wanted to take that junior starter and bend it around his fucking skull. I will tell you right now. And I said, old man, listen here. I said, I don't know shit about this. I said, but my son just went down round number four, and your shit's been parked since second round. I said, I'll work on my car. You work on your fucking driver. We'll go separate ways. He didn't like that, and that was about it. Did you tell him your kid crashes race cars for 100000 and what the fuck has, does his kid do? He's buried the nose of that thing in the bank of a racetrack already once. We're, then he, see, he, he buried it in the bank of a racetrack, and like I'm going to the return road, and he's hiding the nose that knocked off of it. Like I'm not going to see it. He didn't want me to see it. He, he buried the nose into the back. It was wet and it was muddy and it cracked it, but it didn't destroy it. He's trying to hide it from me. I'm like, dude, get, where's the nose at? I don't know. It's, you know, behind the car on the other side. <laughs> I've learned two things in junior racing. The, the first one is buy a car that somebody else has already got figured out. Doesn't matter how much they want for it, just buy it. Number two is whatever another junior parent tells you to do to your car to make it better, do the opposite. And it's a breeze. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you give me advice before you dick. <laughs> well, the I, I mean, I'm not that guy, but for everybody. Oh, from- okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Um. Anyway, there's a lot of people that help you out with your racing program. Um. I know you don't do a whole lot of interviews and stuff very often. Let me see if I can go through them for you. Huntsville Engine, Alliance Raceware, FTI, Mickey Thompson, Russell Specialty Sales, and there's one is Nitrous Outlet, maybe. Drag, drag coverage. Drag coverage. In Motion Solutions. CS Trans. Yeah, CS Transport. Ben Willis. Uh, Ben Willis. Was he to give you a fuel card? I I mean, shoot (laughs) everybody. I wish I had one. Yeah. Where are you going next? I was going to Ohio this week for the the Ace event, but uh, I'm not going to be able to make it. Um, So me and Braden will probably end up at Montgomery um, for the two fives down there. Oh, going back home. And then we'll go to Atlanta for two fives. I saw that at more deal. If it was a little bit closer, I'd like to go to that, but it's not anywhere near me. <laughs> it's not anywhere near me neither, but it's a awesome facility. Yeah. BT, what are the what are the big races you're going to get? I know we've got a lot of them coming close to you over the next what two months. Yeah, um, I guess uh, pretty much the million in Memphis for sure. Um, can't miss that. I always win a race at Memphis, so I can't miss that for sure. Um, I, probably the million in Montgomery and. Uh, South Georgia for the 500, and I'm going to try to get into Bristol for their race. I'll probably end up having to buy entry the week before because I won't ever make it in time to buy one online because it'll sell out in a minute. Just send me the well, card, dog. I'll get us. Hey, Bristol's uh, open gate. You yeah, don't have to go Bristol. Lots of pre-entry. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'll get in for sure then. <laughs> <laughs> you can still send me the card number, dog. I'll take care of us. Now that you've won, you got one. <laughs> Instead of Visa, we got to put EBT in there. <laughs> Get you sent on the dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brandon, now that you've won, that you've got a $175,000 check hanging in the trailer or the shop. Does it, uh, do you think the million-dollar races mean anything more? Or is it like, look, I've already won some of the biggest races out there, so we're just going balls to the wall uh, and not worried about it? Yeah, I, I don't really worry about it. Um, I just try to win any race I'm at, whether it's 1500 or five grand or 500 grand or a million. Um, a lot of times I'm goofing off having fun and end up winning. Um, and that's the ones that's, you know, I really have more fun at when I want it doing something stupid. So that, that reminds me what I, I do. I do want to have one last question for you. What is your favorite club to pull out of the bag? What is my favorite? What your favorite club to pull out of the bag? Whenever, you know, what, what's your favorite one to pull out and see the wind light come on when you use it? 
Um, most of the time when I swap over to high gear in the middle of the race and I haven't been in it or go from high gear to low gear, um, usually I'm pretty close, but that's always a great time when you do that when light comes on. <laughs> Didn't you do that at the, when you won the 175? Didn't you change like from one round to the next? You were flipping back and forth a little bit? Yeah, I actually think I changed three three or four different times. Um, I do that a lot, though. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did it three times at the 175 when I won it. Yeah, he, he's good at over the phone consulting, too, because I was in Slimer. And I said, hey, how much do I need to roll out for high gear? He said 65. If it's a coin 490, I said, okay. Double of <laughs> there. You know, I was like, how much do I dial it up? He said, like, five tenths. I said, okay. It was pretty nasty. Damn. Got take it you can practice on that. Got to figure it I, out. I've pretty much done it in any speed, too. I've went from 450 to go 499, 5 flat, or I've been 540s, 530s in high gear with a slower motor. You're doing your dad's Nova, too, don't you? Yeah, it's uh, it's a 680 car, six, high 670 car most of the time. So does that just totally screw up the other guy when you roll up there and you've been dialed 450s all day and all of a sudden you're dialed 499? Uh, it gets them to thinking. And if you win in the staging lanes, you can win – I mean, you've already won the round. So um, I try to confuse anybody that I'm racing because I'm confused. If I get them more confused than me, I can turn a win light on easy. Yeah, I, I, that's that's a, just an interesting way of going at it. You don't see a lot of people switch back and forth between high gear only, low gear, stuff like that. So, And, and be able to do it successfully. So that's a, that's a pretty cool uh, tool in the bag, I guess, as, as we'd say. Yeah. And we also dial to spray a lot too. So that works. <laughs> All right, Brandon, anything else you want to add before we let you go, man? Uh, I want to ask Ron about the first time you ever drove a dragster in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you mean whenever you told Foley that I'd never, driven a, I'd never been faster than seven flat before and I'm about to go 430? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Driving Provo's dragster in Vegas, about to make my first hit. I got like a fucking top fuel team around me, and I'm, you know, first time I had to wear a Hans device and all that stuff. I'm like, all right, you know, about to make this run, this thing. I'm about to make the corner, and Foley comes up to me, looks worried as shit. He's like, man, you know, you don't have to do this. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, man, you know, you know, a dragster's a whole lot different than a door car. I'm like, dude, I used to own a fucking dragster. Like, I know. He goes, what? I'm like, yeah. He says, BT said that you've never been faster than seven flat before. <laughs> I'm like, well, BT fucking lied to you. <laughs> no, I had never been 430 before, but, I mean, there's not much difference between 470 and 430. But oh, there all, is all Foley was worried as shit. <laughs> he thought he's about to see me die right there in front of him. <laughs> I still give him shit about that to this day. <laughs> all right, guys, well, we're going to wrap it up with you, Brandon. We appreciate you coming on the Drag Champ Show, man. Thanks for taking all the right. time with us tonight. All right, thank you all for having all right. me. Hey, you're all still right. my you're still my hero. Even though you fucking suck at interviews. <laughs> I do. I'm horrible <laughs> at this. Good thing I don't have to do it for a living. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate you coming on, man. We're going to try Mikey out next. Uh, yeah, that's who y'all need on here is Mikey. Yeah, that'll never happen. Oh, yeah. He'll do it. <laughs> now that Brandon's done it, we get the whole white trash racing team on there. Uh, be a bunch of invisible guys. But... <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate you. All right. See you. Well, he was fucking terrible. We're still recording, man. This you is mean to tell? <laughs> I don't no, get a fuck. You mean to tell me? Him, we're not telling him anything he doesn't know. You mean to tell me that I drug my ass out of bed to do this interview? <laughs> oh my god! I, I feel like you're on a roll. I, I like, feel like 
Ryan could shit through a screen door right now. I've been in and out of wire. I've been in and out of the fucking bathroom all fucking day. You know, been laid up in bed. I'm like, man, it's like seven fifty five. I just gotta man my way through this. You know, get all this shit situated to come on for this. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. After dealing with Trey Caps for how many days in a row? Uh, me and Trey were together for three days. I'm yeah, sorry. We we shot a snake. Yeah, there's three or four of them. <laughs> I, I do need I do need to clear up a little bit of a little bit of comment just so Gary doesn't edit it out. Um, the whole fired because I'm racist thing, which I am not racist. I have never never judged anybody about anything that they do other than drive like shit because I'm one of them. Um, but. That was that was the reasoning I got to why I no longer had employment was because somebody had heard that I used the N word once, which had never happened, and the person he told that to was like, "You're a fucking liar." So yeah, that was all about it. All it was about, and you know, Ryan, Ryan's probably you know he can attest that you know I'm 100% racist. Totally, just ask me. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've worked with, I've worked with you enough. You're a lot of things, but racist isn't one. <laughs> A real like, piece of shit, maybe, but not a racist. Yeah, I'm not a racist. I like T.J. Pruitt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But no, well, that was definitely a test of y'all's interviewing skills. I'm not the professional interviewer. You guys are. Well, no. I texted Paul Russell in the middle of that. I said, Paul, I need to get him talking. What can I ask him? He said, he's clean enough for politics. You ain't going to get him to talk. <laughs> and he's not wrong because – He'll tell you you're a motherfucker at the racetrack, but right here you'll act like he goes to church every Sunday. Yep. Uh, he's an interesting guy, so uh, no, that was fun. So, Ryan, tell us about Junior Dragster Week at Ardmore. I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. Three days of Junior Dragsters. We had the uh, NHRA Division Four ET Finals. Uh, had around about 100 juniors at Ardmore all weekend long. It was uh, not – the easiest race I ever ran, but it was pretty fun. Uh, got to have Trey Caps, the division director, and uh, the assistant director, Maddie Adish, there helping us out. It was pretty. It was different for sure. Uh, I was. I think I was supposed to wear a mask the whole time I was there, but that didn't really get to happen fully. So, not fully. No. Are, are all the winter circle photos going to have mask in them? Uh, yeah, all the division ones have to have. Uh, the NHRA protocol is uh, one kid, one mask, one trophy, and then move on through all the COVID stuff. So not used to our usual uh, – we got 17 people within a five-foot space, winter circle pictures. Yeah, it's tough with those winter circle photos, though, when they've got the mask on. You can't tell who it is. It just – I mean, if you got one person sitting there, why can't they take their mask off to get their photo? be different if they're like you said there's 17 swarmed around a car i get it you don't want to show that if you're an hra but one person holding the trophy i mean come on no yeah. one within 20 feet it's like it's yeah i mean everyone's got their opinions on the covid deal and what regulation should be uh i get an hra side of it they got to cover their ass yep. you know they're looking they're looking bit at long term with insurance companies and sponsors and investors and stuff like that i get it uh it sucks for which I mean we it sucks for the families and stuff. You don't get big old picture like you want, but you know, kinda is what it is. Uh definitely different event. I'll I'll uh, be excited for this upcoming weekend. We got a one day points race. Just do, go back to doing our fucking normal deal. Just go ahead and head Jeff Rydell, the trophy, man. I mean, didn't he win like three out of like four classes last time you raced or something? Yeah, he won 
Noe, Noe Green, and then that was our uh, King of the Track race. Yep. So the, the King of the Track. Yeah. So he had to run the Super Pro winner, which was Bryson Parks, and he made Bryson look stupid in that runoff. I think he was eight, and then he set him down. Bryson takes like 30 or something to be 12th that one. Yeah, I was looking at his mile an hour because I saw your post, and I'm like, I don't think that's enough mile an hour for his ET. So it looked like he no. may have been no, – Je- No, Jeff likes the old spot drop pretty good. He – he actually got me with it at Noble earlier this year. And I, the bad thing is you know it's coming, and then you still watch him go backwards. You're like, well, <laughs> wait for it, wait for it. Where'd he go? Um. Yeah. Well, it was funny. He got me with it second round. I come back around, have to run Fulford. I'm like, Fulford does the same thing. I just got prepared for this. So I had to get my buddy. Did, did you catch his? Oh, yeah. I knew where Fulford was coming. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> – when you grow up with somebody, you know everyone's tricks. There you I go. I mean, we can't hide anything hey, from each other. Wait, wait a minute. We need to shout out Fulfer. He's got a freaking girlfriend. Yeah, and he's been I mean, winning. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we told him. Like, I mean, me and Cameron have been best friends since birth, practically. Uh, I mean, my family's been really tight with his forever, and uh, he's been a little bit of a slop the last couple of years. He's everyone knows Fulfer's a good driver. Uh, he can knock the bottom out of the tree. He really good finish line driver. Makes really good decisions. Makes really good laps. Uh, just been coming up on the wrong end of them. And I still haven't met his girlfriend yet. I've seen her at the racetrack. Just we haven't really been at the same place at the same time lately. But ever since she come around, uh, he's been holding more big checks than he has the last um, couple of years. We we had Hibachi with him, and uh, she's definitely in charge. Yeah, I, I mean that's fine. That's what he needs. Yeah, <laughs> the most straightforward guy I know needs more structure in his life. So right, right. Well, he can flat out drive, and he's been he's been hot lately too. So Good oh to yeah, winning again and on a roll. So oh yeah, I'd rather see him win than me win. Well, I don't have much this week. I went on vacation last week, went to the beach, and had a blast. So uh, that was about it. Ready to go uh, finish up a junior license this week. Since we last talked, we have officially <laughs> made junior passes, and my son has done a outstanding job the first few passes so we're uh we're well on our way i know how to crank one get it staged up <laughs> and uh let him go down the track so uh my, my kid's done it since he was six he's we've never made license passes well you know i'm yeah, trying to be legit here i'm an old nhra racer you got to have license and all this other well stuff. i i actually filled a half of a paperwork sheet out with passes and never finished it. It's actually still my motorhome from when he was six. Yeah, those are it <laughs> right there. Yep, we got our IHRA stuff ready to send um, off. Ryan, yep. Ryan to be proud of me. Um, I almost crashed Charlie's Monza twice on a last minute <laughs> on a last minute trip to Holly Springs. I wasn't I wasn't going to go anywhere this weekend. I had way too much stuff to do. I really couldn't go anywhere Thursday, and I, Friday was a mess. Um, never sat in Charlie's car, made one time run Friday morning and put it in the final of the gambler Friday night, which was fine. This is Lockhart, right? His Monza. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's set up for Charlie to foot break, right? I, I'm not foot breaking. Like it, if I'm foot breaking, it's cause I flinched. Um, but it was set up real tight. And I was like, Charlie, you know, we need to probably chip this thing up a little bit. Cause one run I turned at seven ready cause it yanked the wheels out of the beams. I was like, All right. You know what? It was in the main event. It was only like the fifth run I made in it. And so we chipped it up the next, for the gambler's race, and we got a time run. I'm like, hey, you know, this thing's leaving good now. Well, when the sun goes down and it gets cooler and the track gets cooler, we're doing wheelies now. Like, to the point where it's probably not a good drag car to drive. 
put it in the final again was race we're, we made it through there i make a timer in the next morning for something anyway it, it gets pedaled on the way up and charlie's like hey do you want to you know chip it down i'm like no nah, it, it just did it this one time we'll be okay so we go through there go through there and it picks up so hard round three that you can see the hood get air and it starts to pick the hood up off the car i'm like oh it's not supposed to happen like this and then you know i, I Sprayed the guy or whatever, set him down, and I ended up getting lucky and winning. Then Rick Bears three take one in my weekend on Sunday. It was just uh, it was a great time with Charlie. Thirty five runs on it. Nice. Yeah, it was a lot. Why don't you just I tighten mean, up the struts on the front? And it does not does not have those. Put a little like twenty five pounds on the front. I mean, you got a dumbbell or something you can hang could, up there by the radiator. We could, but that would require us to take the hood off, and <laughs> it still runs, so we're not taking the hood off. But it uh, sounds like you had a good time. Yeah, I had a great time. Um, you know what's the worst part of that story, Ryan? What? That he's still, Jake is still carrying the driver badge for the Drag Champ show. Well, you I and I know. have just not even performed. Ryan's carried the employment badge along with you, so yeah. somebody's, yeah. somebody's got to make poor life choices, and it turns out it's me. Hey, but Alan Sherman, I have my motor ready soon. We'll be back out laying down laps, dog. I ran him three times at Pine Valley. Yeah, how'd that work out? Screwed it up all three times. Oh, well. <laughs> So you didn't have the same result in the uh, Hamlin Motorsports uh, S10? You know, I just felt, I don't know. I don't know if it was just being that far from civilization. I don't know what it is. I just felt off all weekend long. Lufkin? No. It's just odd. Nice little track out in the beautiful city of Dieball, Lufkin area. It's nice. I like that little track. Out in the middle of the pine trees, no cell phone service. In all reality, we could have harvested the grass as hay. I mean, it was it was tall. Chad Sandlin about ran over me. Um, I'm coming back up the return road, and he's coming out of his little lane he's pitted on. He doesn't look. We about had an S10 demolition derby. <laughs> like like squalled tires. Chad Sandlin pulled over, was like catching his breath, like didn't make it to the staging lanes behind me until about three or four minutes. As proud as I was to see Chad win a big race again, which he does fairly frequently, I was not excited to see his winter circle photo with that no. orange vest, vest on that was and, and no shirt. Okay. I love you, Chad, but uh, I don't love you that much, dog. That was not okay. <laughs> it's painful to look at. All right, oh, where, where are you heading next, uh, Jake? Uh, I think I should probably go junior racing this weekend. Should. There's a there's a there's a little 330 foot race at the uh, track downtown Terre Haute, and I'll probably take my wagon to that now that it's not broken and I'm home to drive it if I get a trailer in time, which should be here Thursday. We'll see. Good deal, cool. Ryan. Where you heading, bud? Uh, got Ardmore this weekend. Uh, we got a one day points race. Uh, it's our last race for the the big car bracket final, so we're getting set our team and. All that good stuff. Uh, get to do our high school runoff. She's going to be our high school representative and uh, all our race champion stuff. So it'll be cool. I'm, uh, Jake Howard's got a big lead in OE. Uh, Trip West has an even bigger lead in Super Pro. Uh, so those classes probably taken are probably going to be hard to take over. And then uh, in Division Four, we should have a race of champion motorcycle deal. And I think Casey Ball's leading that. So it'll be okay. cool. Get set our team. I'm excited. I feel like we got a good team going into this year. So just figure out who gets those final spots. Be the big deal. Uh, but Jake, I do believe you. You have this little race going on. Oh yes. That we should probably talk about. I think so. Yeah. 
We can talk about it. What do you want to know about it? Let's talk about it. Let's I mean, the, what is it? The Working Man 10 Grand? Yeah, that's it. That's the one. I mean, just kind of give the folks a little bit of what it is and why they should go there instead of going anywhere else that weekend. Well, you see, the, the main reason here is there's the barbecue truck that was at the race last year that everybody was like, holy hell, that's the best barbecue ever had. That's going to be the catered racer appreciation dinner. So, I mean, if you want you know, really good barbecue for free, there you go. Just come pay an entry fee or just be somebody's crew member. I really don't give a shit, you know, either way. Um, anyway, there's two, two 10 granders. It's a working man's race because it's just a two day main event, just Saturday, Sunday. You can come race the gamblers race Friday night. If you want, if you don't want to race it, you don't have to, it's not the weekend entry fee. Got freaking uh, eight, eight rounds with the round prizes. So hopefully enough people show up. We can give them all away. Um, and if you're a no box guy, you can race for 2,500 bucks and still have the big money race feel for $2,500 worth of entry fee. It's just, it's simple as that. It's on Motormania TV. It's at Kill Care. Kill Care is a nice facility. It's, you know, not, not too rural. If you want to go downtown and eat, if you lose early or whatever, you can do that. Um, and it's all guaranteed 100%. If it's on the flyer, it's getting paid. If what weekend? Five of you or five, 500 of you show up. If 500 show up, there's no buyback, so I'm pretty sure it's not going to be good. What weekend is it? It's the weekend before Labor Day every year, August 28th through 30th. It's There's always a Bowling Green Divisional, and there's usually NMCA at Norwalk, and Indy will be closed because it's a week before U.S. Nationals. St. Louis is closed. Um, trails is closed. I mean, everywhere around it's closed, so you might as well. If you're not going to go race dot ninety or stock, super stock, you might as well show up because awesome. we have a good-ass time. Well, everything I saw last year after the race was uh, really high praise for you and the event. So, looked like a fun time for everybody. We had a we had a band scheduled because uh, we were going to have a real good time, but the the COVID the COVID got it. So we don't want to push our luck with the county health department, and I understand that. And I might need to employ Ryan. And I'm not sure yet. Kyle Ling and Dwayne Ling both bailed on me. Really? Ryan's got a, a. Don't you have a, a free entry? Uh, I don't because I don't race my race. Uh, I need him. I need him to come work. Oh, yeah. Gary. No, I mean, but if I come up, I'll bring her car so she can race. But, there you go. Yeah. No. No. Uh, I am actually free that weekend. There you go. So, I've got seventeen announcers. What's eighteen? Yeah. I mean, uh, it doesn't sound like you really need an announcer, but I might. I might make Ryan Kimbler work the starting line. He would love that. Like I just want a ten grander now. I'm working the starting line. Yeah. Hey, you is. know what? Uh, I'm at this point in my life where I just have to pay bills. Yep. So, uh, well, as long as she doesn't murder me and I get paid, that's all. Like that's I, all I worry about. I say you take her to Applebee's one more time. You're probably gonna get murdered. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's Applebee's that did it. We've ate about 15 places since then, but uh, that's the only place when I looked at my food, it was a little bit questionable. Yes. That's usually the first clue. Oh, and, and we've got a burnout contest. Well, oh, well, I know how those burnout contests go. They so I, get hairy. There is get, some rules this year. Oh, Across the center line, you're disqualified, and you're not going to get to make a time run after your burnout just because you should have lifted. That's, All righty, then. That, that's about that. Um, what, what other rules do we need, Ryan? I think that's about it, right? You don't um, have one attempt at it. You can't back up track. Yeah, you can't do multiple burnouts. Uh, can't cross the airline. I say you can't hit the wall. Uh, you hit the wall. You hit the wall. I'm paying your weekend entry fee back. Oh, don't say that. You know? <laughs> no. oh. <laughs> You'll have some people out there like, well, you know, this thing looks like a pile of shit anyway. 
I'll just go ahead and smack the wall real quick in the burnout like I'm Eric Sandlin. And <laughs> back her on up. And now I'm racing on house money. There you go. No, we're not paying weekend entry back. But if you hit the wall, I'll make it worth your time. And we've got, you know, all that good stuff. We've got run for the money during all that. So it's, uh, we got round prizes. We've got freaking VP fuel out the ears. You know, last year I, I kind of just said, hey, if you're standing here on the starting line watching the final round on Sunday, like you've hung out and you've, you know, invested your time here this week and go get a pail of fuel. There's like 17 over there to go get a pail. I mean, it was a good time. We all took winter circle pictures with them and, you know, if and it honestly, it the fling says it, but if you don't leave with something, then there's something wrong with you because we give away a lot of stuff. Are yeah. we letting Shabs drive anything this year? Shabs is trying to. I think he's going to be in Carson Griffith's shorty. So Shabs had trouble looking over at 480. So now we're going to go 520 in a shorter wheelbase cart. We'll see. I mean, that is a bold strategy, Cotton. You know what? It it's not my shit. Carson asked me, and I said he's not going to crash it, but he's going to he's going to use all the racetrack. <laughs> now he's going to drive an outlaw ten five car. Yeah, I saw that. We'll see how that project goes. Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I'm. I am glad he's looking into Hans' devices, though. Yeah, I was. I was super proud of him on that. At least he knows he knows his limits. Yep. I was. <sighs> I looked at some. I, all the kids have to wear them for NHRA races, so I was looking at all their stuff this weekend. There's a. They've definitely come a long way since the first one came out. Oh, well, while we're on the topic of, of the working man's race, we have a 32-bike shootout, by the way. Wow, that's a lot of bikes. That I I was going to do 16 because I wanted to give the bike guys like a place to say, hey, we're on the big stage right now. We're live streamed. We're, you know, eighth-mile bracket racing at this big-money bracket race. wanted to get them included, kind of like what I do with the no-box people. wanted to get there and make sure that they – they, they wanted to go to a big money race. They can. Um, I got 16 of them, and Jeremy England's like, dude, I can get 32. Like, we're racing for 50 grand on a bike in Indy. He's like, I can get 32. And I said, well, you know, I, I just need a deposit. We get 32 in because I'm not going to have a 15-bike shootout when it's the check says 32, and there's, you know, supposed to be five grand paid out. It's a 100% payback deal. It's already full. But a lot of those guys might mix in and make, run the main race too. So that'll be yeah. pretty neat. I saw uh, – it's at Edgewater or somewhere this wheel this weekend. Uh, Joe Clemmy won a five grander on a motorcycle. Bad, yeah. I mean, Ohio is no joke a motorcycle racing. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, what was that uh, deal at Indy? I didn't know anything about it. The, Top ten last week, they're like it's fifty grand to win bracket race on a motorcycles. Quarter mile, yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was fifty thousand dollars shootout, sixty four bikes, five hundred dollar entry. Come get you some. And yeah. the uh, girl, what is Janie? I think was uh, the runner-up was uh, leaving off the bottom. Yeah, just, I oh. can't say foot breaking, ain't swapping feet, just turning the wrist. I guess. Yep. And that's hard to do on a bike, man. It, there's just so yeah, that was pretty impressive. I tried to find a bike to race, but nobody would let me. Not sure why. Yeah, fucking Casey Ball. Oh, end of bracket. I trade team finals last year. Told me I could ride his. I was like, I don't think that's the best idea, bud. Yeah. Like I like I really kind of want to make like a run on one, but, or I really want to run at least a race on one, just to say I did it. But at the same time, I don't know if uh, my balls are big enough no. <laughs> to make that, to make that lap. One of my buddies, uh, he actually worked with me for, for several years. Was, uh, Vince McCullough down here in Houston, mm -hmm. just bikes all about the bikes and racing them. And his, his just whole family's been into them. And I hear him telling me like some of the stories and just, I'm going, no, 
no, I'm not. That, that's not me, man. <laughs> you know, but he gets out there and does it and his family and all his friends, he's into it. So I kind of keep up with it because of the, because of him a little and it's interesting, but yeah, no, I'm not, that's not my deal, man. Nope. Nope. I respect him. Well, is that it? Been great. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks Brandon Taylor for fucking absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, it's cool that you made seven shots down Montgomery at dark, but uh, you're still a hell of a guy. Great guy. Terrible interview. <laughs> you are not going to let him live that down, are you? Wonderful interview. One out of ten wouldn't wouldn't recommend. One out of ten. Yeah, he was getting negative two stars on Yelp. <laughs> Just like the fucking seafood place he took me to. But yeah. the, the glorified Golden Corral. The glorified. I don't even remember the fucking name of that place. <laughs> they think it's great. I think it's average at best. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, have fun. Uh, have a good week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks to everybody who's been listening. Our, uh, you know, it's it's actually unbelievable to look at the page stats and see how many people are listening to this damn thing every week when we get on here just without a plan and without a clue and just have fun talking racing. So uh, super excited that people actually listen and care. Um, go to dragchamp.com slash subscribe. Get on our newsletter. Keep up with everything from the podcast, the magazine, all that good stuff. So, um And then don't forget about the top 10 list nominations every Monday night on Facebook. So let us know who should be on there. Consistently get people go, Hey, this guy missed or this person missed it, or you should have called them or that. I'm like, we're trying to cover a whole country of racing from local stuff to big dollar racing, all that. And uh, you got to help us out. So if you think you need somebody needs to be on there, just go on the Facebook post and nominate them, include a picture if you can, and uh, they'll have a good shot at uh, making it if they did something worthy. So, Thanks, Ton. See y'all next week. See y'all.